O come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Welcome to a New York Catholic Conversation. My name is Deacon John Catalano, and I am joined, as always, by my good pal, the legendary basketball player from St. John's, Frank Alasia. Frank, how are you doing tonight? Everything's okay, Deacon. How about you? Everything is great. Once again, we are in the great season of Advent, the time of preparation. It's a time of reflection and prayer, as we know, to prepare ourselves for the coming of Christ, Adventus Christi. Now, we prepare every year for Christmas, the coming of Christ as the newborn king, especially during the four Sundays of Advent. And I guess, in a sense, we prepare our whole lives, really, for the time when, quote, he will come again to judge the living and the dead, the final judgment. That's our yeah. whole life. But here we want to talk about how Christ comes into our lives today, now, and every day, in the Eucharist, in the sacraments, and in prayer. So what about Advent this year, Frank? Yeah, I thought last year, you know, we touched a little bit on the, uh, the penitential aspect, but Advent is more about preparation and less about penance. Lent is more about penance and less about preparation. Yeah. Now, if you think of it this way, Advent is like preparing your house for a special guest. We're preparing for Jesus, you know. Lent is like doing spring cleaning. Um, if you're sick of Christmas, by the time it arrives, you haven't lived Advent right. We know preparation is so important. We prepare for tests. You know, a painter will prep a room before he paints. And in sports, you know, coaches prepare their team. Everyone has the will to win. But the question is, do you have the will to prepare to win? That's the key. I mean, take Noah. You know, he built the ark before it started to rain, right? It's funny because, I mean, Noah spoke to God, right, and yep. in his preparation. But think of how this, the saints speak to Jesus. I mean, Sister Faustina, my favorite, in her diary, she wrote to Jesus directly. And she believes that she heard from him specific instructions. Uh, when she went on a retreat at one point, she said that she was praying one evening and she said, Lord, let your will be accomplished entirely in me. And then she heard Jesus say to her, during this retreat, you will meditate upon all the graces your heart has received and a deep peace will accompany your soul. And that's a way of preparing for Christmas, right? Intimate prayer with Jesus. Yeah, we have to do more of that. I think that that people, um, you know, they don't realize the power of prayer a lot of time because you know, they don't get answers to their prayers. And I think there's a great quote from St. Teresa of Avila, where she said, there's more tears over answered prayers than over unanswered prayers. You know, we think about in our lives, right? How many times, you know, you, you, you had a miss that actually worked out to be, to be really good, you know? But the, the soul, the less a soul thinks of itself, the more capacity it has for the love of God. You know, St. John the Baptist said it best when he said, I must decrease and he must increase. And he was the, the first preparer right, for the way of the Lord. Advent isn't solely about those external preparations, you know, although they're important. It's more about the internal preparation. You know, I understand we need to decorate and to enjoy like the pre-Christmas festivities. But I mean, how many Christmas parties can you go to? Yeah. I, you know, maybe to prepare this season, uh, some people may need a way back into the sacraments, particularly the sacrament of penance, you know, for the first time in a while. We both have friends that may have been away. I had a really moving Advent experience last week. I attended an Advent mission sponsored by the parish where I work, 
given by the Franciscan Friars of the Renewal. It was a CFR from Brooklyn. It was held over three consecutive nights in the church, and each night began with a procession and song, and there was a musician playing a series of very reverent songs on guitar, uh, providing a, a, a sweet aroma, if you will. And uh, the Blessed Sacrament was exposed. The, 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 there was a beautiful vibe throughout the church, and the friar gave an impassioned message followed by uh, quiet time for reflection. On the second night after the homily, confessions were heard. Four priests went to each corner of the church and began to hear confessions. I was kneeling in the sort of back middle of the church, gazing at the monstrance with the great white host in it, and I heard a sort of background noise, the sound of people quietly confessing their sins to a priest, and the priest quietly giving absolution for those sins in a sacrament, and then sending them off with their penance. I couldn't hear any of the actual words spoken, of course, but I was really caught up in the great wonder and beauty of the sacrament. Yeah, and it, its power to be a channel of mercy and grace from God, especially as a shared experience. I mean, there's over 120 people there. So I'm thinking, Frank, maybe the way back into the sacrament of reconciliation for some of our friends this season is through either a mission or a retreat, or frankly, with the help of a friend or a confidant. Just know that you're not alone. And this sacrament is perfect preparation to receive our Lord. Yeah, put put aside the fear or the prior the right shame, and just get there because think about it. Jesus gave us confession for a reason, and the reason is he knew how serious sin was. You know, when you go to confession and you're getting rid of mortal sin, you know, you're in the operating room, you know, you're not in the emergency room. They move to the operating room when you confess in mortal sins, you know, and it's a great way um to cl clean the slate. Clean the slate and start new for the for the for Christmas and for the, the coming year. Yeah, then, go, then go receive communion. Well, remember who said it? Uh, every time we receive Holy Communion, it's like a mini Christmas, especially yeah. if it comes soon after receiving the Sacrament of Reconciliation. Yeah, because Jesus is with us all year in, in the Eucharist, and that's and that's so important. But um, you know, some of the things that I try to do uh, during Advent, you know, it's right. a time to really reflect. You know, what did you learn from the past year? What can you do better? This Advent, you know, I'll try to say an extra rosary a day. I'll make an extra stop in church in the afternoon. But I think for, for in general, you know, be there for someone who you know is going to have a tough Christmas. Um, go the extra mile. You know, Jesus says, you know, go the extra mile. Will you, will you say yes or will you say, nah, Jesus, that's okay. I've walked enough. You know, will you forgive we always talk about forgiving, and that's a big one, because in the final analysis, it's never between you and the person or you and them. It'll be between you and Jesus. So, yeah. you know, think about that. On the season, there's great hope in Advent, and it's expressed in the liturgy every day as we prepare to receive him. Uh, Isaiah, here is your God. He comes to save you. Those whom the Lord has ransomed will return, crowned with everlasting joy. They will meet with joy and gladness and sorrow and mourning will flee. So there's always that sense every day in the liturgy of a great sense of hope during Advent. Uh, yeah, we hear that all Lent. And Jesus tells us, don't get weighed down by the cares of the world, right? Mary chose the better path than Martha. And I think that's what uh, Advent, Advent is all about. Yeah, so is, as the Psalm says, our God will come to save us. The Lord himself will give his benefits. Our land shall yield its increase. Justice shall walk before him and salvation along the way of his steps. Our God will come to save us. 
Amen? Yes, I like it. All right, Frank. Folks, don't forget to like us or follow us on your podcast platform. Send us an email, anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. That's anycatholicconversation at gmail.com. Frank, I love you a lot. I'll talk to you soon, okay? God bless, Deacon. Take care.